Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. Right, the radio show ATL, the aftermath back on the air. We got a familiar collaborator around here, Juicy K, the break room, Global RB 96.3, hanging out. Juicy, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Thank you, M16. You know, it's always a party when we get together. So thank you so much for inviting me. Of course, of course. And the thing is, I had to invite you because we got coming in with us to talk to us today a fellow collaborator, a friend, you know, just a brilliant mind. It's mm. Jimmy Francis, all right? He's one of the hosts of On The Go, where we've been teaming up, us, the break room, bring a friend night. We've been doing this for several months now. But there are many layers to Jimmy that people don't know that they need to know about. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely, absolutely. To know him is to love him. And so I'm excited when, for when he comes on that these people will actually get to see a different side of him. They get to see a different side of him on, on the go. And then, you know, the real show, the real, um, the radio show ATL, they get to see a different version. I like, I, I feel like this is going to be more personal and you get to know him. So I'm excited about that for them. I, I am too. And that, that was the point to get to know his story as far as from a more personal side. So Let's bring him in and let's go ahead and have that conversation. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. Please. Please stop checking in at the hospital or urgent care, okay? And if we can stop doing that, can we please eradicate the looking sick selfie, okay? How about you just get well and worry about social media later, okay? So. Who, who was like, you know what, man, I'm having chest pains or I'm running a high fever and you say to yourself, you know what, selfie time, let's do it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. ATL back, the aftermath is back, another great interview. And we got someone who's become not just a great guest host and affiliate and all that stuff, but a great friend as well, Mr. Jimmy Francis from what's the On The Go on? podcast is the guest today. Jimmy, what's up, man? Thanks for making the time to come on, man. What's up, brother? I'm doing good, man. I'm glad you you invited me on, and I'm looking forward to it, bro. It's always a pleasure to see you and Juicy K. Ah, yes. <laughs> hey, Jimmy. Yes, yes, sir. It's probably more of a pleasure to see Juicy K. She's a lot better looking than I am, but that's all absolutely. good, though. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Right. Pause, pause. pause. Yes, <laughs> but um, yeah, we, you know, um, as far as you know, being on the show and everything, I felt like it was important to get to know the person behind what people are seeing when it comes to not only the guest hosting on the radio show ATL, but what you got going with on the go and everything too, because you are an interesting cat, you know? So for, or if anyone is like, you know, watching or listening that has seen the show, they'll likely come away saying that you are a, gr a great communicator, which you are. So have you always been able to express yourself so outwardly? And if you hadn't, what were some of the things you had to overcome to get yourself there? uh no honestly this is something that's kind of new for me um i think the biggest thing was just trial and error you know being in a position of i think the thing that helped me the most become a great communicator is being a people pleaser and then always getting like the short end of the stick 
from being a people pleaser, right? Ooh. So once I got tired of doing that, I was like, well, shit, man, I need to start speaking up for myself. And not in a disrespectful way, but just being like, this is my word and that's law, you know? Right. And um, just me taking on that, that mentality has helped me come out of my shell more and talk to people a lot more. Because honestly, I'm really... I'm really not a people person. I try to avoid people as much as possible, <laughs> you know, but I'm like a chameleon when I get, when I get into that environment, like I can camouflage. So, so yeah. I feel you. I mentioned me. That's the same thing for me. I'm an <laughs> extroverted introvert. If that makes Absolutely. sense. Like, I, I people and people think that I'm friendly or they think I'm, I'm extroverted because I'm friendly, but real life, I don't really like people either. So, right. Yeah. I'm gonna look. I don't want to derail this, but I just want to say that something got to be wrong with me because, like, I hate the thought of <laughs> having to get around people. But once I'm there, I'm yes. super comfortable. Yes, same. <laughs> I want to put this full disclosure out there that I might be in that group too. But I want to say that all the beautiful listeners of On the Go, the Break Room, and the Radio Show ATL, we love y'all asses though. We love absolutely, absolutely. Just putting that absolutely. out there. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> you learn question. something every day. Because I just had no idea that, you know, because you're so comfortable with, you know, communicating, especially in this environment, it'd be it's, you know, a wonder to find that out that it's not really like that for you. So going from that and then getting into on the go. So you host that with three other close friends. Um, almost. I mean, you can almost say like brothers, pretty much. Um, yep. So how did you come up with the concept and how did you know that that core group of people was the right fit to start this endeavor? So uh, it's kind of crazy because I want to say late last year, uh, me, Tyler, and Christian, and one of our friends, Gradney, we were all in a group chat uh, talking about the UFC, and we would go back and forth. Like that's our stuff. Like I'm surprised we haven't covered more UFC on the on the podcast than we have. But um, that's kind of how it started, you know. And Grad really didn't want to be a part of it because uh, he was just more of like a you know a consumer of it, you know. Uh, so. Christian actually was like, man, let's bring Ezra into this. So Ezra was actually the last person to join, but he's had probably the most profound impact on the entire show. So that's how the, the group came together. And man, we just we just hit the ground running and just been trying to find ourselves ever since. So just making a lane for ourselves. Okay. And in doing that, like uh, as far as, you know, with the creation of it and bringing in everybody, do you feel like I mean, I know there's been bumps and things like that, but do you feel like it came easy to have chemistry between y'all because y'all are friends? Sometimes yes, and sometimes no, because it's easy to say, you know, hey man, your mic sounds bad. But it's hard to say when we like off camera, that was a shit take. You know what I mean? Like, but that's just the relationship we have, you know, mm -hmm. like we, we know, like, are, did you give a hundred percent on this take or not? Ooh. Or are you capping? Right. Ooh. So yeah. that's one thing we never want to do. We don't want we don't want to be faking anything or have fake energy going on. Um, and then I think one of the biggest thing was just organization on my part, being mm -hmm. able to put out show notes ahead of, ahead of schedule. You know, you yeah. look at these big shows, like the first take the undisputed. I mean, these people are up 4 AM in the morning putting a show together for what we see on TV at 8.30 a.m. Yep. You know, um, now that's easy for them to do because that's the only job they have. Right. But, you know, when you're starting off, you got to bite the bullet. As you would say, Ralph, you got to bite the bullet and get that shit done yourself. So, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been it's been good. All right. I think it, what just... a, a lot of, sorry, I'm 16. Yeah, um, what a lot of people don't see, <clears throat> they see the end product. They don't see what goes into the, the scripts, the production. And that's just, and then the actual recording, and then the editing, the editing, <laughs> the editing. So for, long, I know for my show it can take three to four hours. So, and that's for one show. Lord. So I can't even. And then, are you the only one writing and doing show notes, or is yeah. it okay? Do you ever yeah. see yourself? <laughs> pregnant pause right there. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same for me. Um, my sisters also do the show with me, and they've made it very clear that they are only interested in giving ideas and showing up to record that's it that's all um <laughs> have you ever thought about incorporating or including and collaborating with the people that are on your show to kind of like give them some of the yeah i have I, I really have and 
I, I haven't really come to grips like, hey, hey man, uh, you think you can edit this this showdown for me? Or I mean, how about you come up with the show this week? Or some, you know, something like that. Now, obviously, 100%, they bring ideas to the table right. a lot. Like Ezra's always dropping ideas in my, in, you know, in the group chat that we have, Tyler, Chris, even Skip Drayless when he comes on from time to time, <laughs> dropping, com- you know, dropping ideas in our head and helping us, you know, produce some content. Um, but for like the bulk stuff, like editing, um, putting the video up on YouTube, putting the video, I mean, putting the, the, the actual podcast on Spotify, wherever it else may be. I just, it hasn't crossed my mind. And I think for me, I know how much I hate it. So right. I don't want to put that on somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's a cop out. Like, I don't want to do this shit. So somebody else going to do it. Like, I'm, I'm not, I ain't going to do that. And <laughs> hey, that's, that's. That's upstanding from him for real. And Juice, I just wanted to say too, real fast. I envy you. You said yours take three to four hours. Try three to four days of getting <laughs> getting Ooh. it done. That's that's yeah. So it's some time frames on, on that. So I just yeah. um how do you like to, that? <laughs> I, I have no idea, bro. You just go, you know. So the face that you're seeing here is Jimmy Francis. So Jimmy is one of the hosts, the curator, one of the just creative minds behind On The Go podcast, all right? So that's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. On YouTube, just search for On The Go. Now, it ain't the typical On The Go, all right? This Louisiana flavor here. So it's On The Go, G-E-A-U-X, On The Go, all right? Absolutely. And they're on Instagram at On The Go Podcast. Juicy K, do you have something else for our man, Jim? Well, I want to know what has been your favorite show? Like, I know, you know, you took a, a break or whatever, but what has been your favorite show before the break and then after the break? Mm. Uh, Before the break, I'm going to be honest. Before the break, I didn't like any of the shows. Wow. Real? Wow. I'm just, a, I'm a hard critic. Like, right. I'm hard to wow. please myself. You know, so like I'll sit back and look at a show and it might do numbers for the size of, you know, channel that we have, a platform that we have. And it's hard for me to be like, oh, that was a nice little win. You know, um, I just I'm just hard on myself. So, like, I had to take a break to refresh my mind. And like we talked about yesterday, Ralph, like just because I had to take a break doesn't mean the show had to take a break. But that's also on me because I haven't empowered my co-host. Mm-hmm. To you know, to take that step forward and, and do things on their own—that's something that we need to work on, um, and something I need to work on, honestly. But um, post the break, I'm gonna just say it like it was the Zion shit. Like, okay, honestly, okay. and and it's ironic because that happened on the radio show. It was just a clip, <laughs> you know, and, and it blew up. We almost had yeah. ten thousand views, you know. Yeah. So crazy, crazy. Wow, wow. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Freak the Zeke, bro. and that story is still developing so you're gonna have he's giving she and he are giving you all of the material you need to keep it going yeah we haven't revisited since um we've been we have been building on it we got another video that's cooking right now that's you know doing numbers on youtube for us and shit you know we love it i got a question about twitch yeah lay it on me okay so I read somewhere that you, you know, a lot of people have Twitches, right? Is that is that the plural of Twitch? Twitches. Twitches, uh, a Twitch account. Twitch, right. <laughs> um, but you've grown it to monetization. So can yeah. you talk about that journey really quickly? Yeah, man. Um, it was actually one of my first endeavors of getting into content creation. Um, really, I started out growing a YouTube channel. I was playing NCAA 14. I still play it from time to time, but not not that much anymore. But I started out on YouTube, started going at that, and uh, met a couple of good guys on YouTube and a couple of them from Louisiana that had some pretty nice-sized YouTube channels that got monetized. And they were like, man, we need to start streaming on Twitch. So we all just started streaming. And before you know it, it took us about maybe a month or so, and we got monetized. Uh, each of us got monetized. And, you know, Twitch is one of those platforms where if you're playing games, it's good for you. But you gotta you gotta show up every day, yeah, every single day, you know. So what I'd like to do is I would really like to get on the go on Twitch, um, and, and get that get us monetized on there because that'll be something. Mm-hmm. And in the just chatting, you know, that's pretty been a pretty big group on Twitch lately. Just the the just chatting section mm-hmm. of that platform, you know, and um, 
we might have to get some ladies on here, bro, because I'm gonna be honest, dog. Like the ladies on Twitch be making bread. Now they be having on half a clothes, but they be well. making bread, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more question. You know how you mentioned when you first started, it, it actually started off with just text messages mm-hmm. and just group the group threads. I can imagine y'all's group threads are off the chain. I can imagine. They out of, they out of pocket. <laughs> Do you find it difficult to transition from the text threads and then it materialized to what you wanted to on the podcast? Or it's, just, nah. it's seamless? No, nah, I'll be honest. That part is seamless. That, that yeah. part is seamless. I mean, we got damn near 20 group chats. But one is specifically for on the go. <laughs> so whenever whenever we got a show coming up, I just I start scrolling. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, bet. Let's let's knock that out, you know? And that's been that's actually been helping me because you know, guys are suggesting things that we should do and I'm pulling it from there. Yeah. So I don't really have to do show notes anymore. Right. Like y'all suggested it. Y'all bring your ideas. Let's get it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Okay. What show notes? What are those? Because you know we don't do that. Because you know with us we don't do none of that. It's just like uh, you know whatever way the wind blows. That's where we're headed to. So Man, I, I guess for us show notes and show notes probably isn't the the right the right word to use or phrase to use because really it's just a a topic like man we gotta talk about yeah we yeah. gotta talk about Zion and Mariah Mills and we gotta talk about ESPN laying off all of these people you know. I- how long typically are your show notes? Because mine, I call it a script, but mine are eight, nine pages. Damn. So, yeah, we don't have show notes. We got show titles. <laughs> we got segments. <laughs> we got segments, bro. <laughs> but but that's, that's the, it might sound lazy, but that's intentionally done. Right. Because I don't want to script anything out on our show. Because at that point, I'm just going to be like, man, we just out here just reading from a book. Not right. saying y'all are doing that. No, 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 no. I get it. You know, I saw, I just want us to be authentic. Whatever comes to the mind, that's what's going to go. Right. You know? Yeah. You are now listening to The Radio Show. Um, this, this, this random is for men. Um, don't lie about your height. I'm going to know. She's not going to know. <laughs> I'm gonna know. She's never gonna Nobody, know. Nobody's gonna I'm, know. I'm nobody's, gonna know. Nobody's, nobody's, how are they gonna know? <laughs> it's like, whatever you say your height is, I'm probably gonna take an inch or two off. Like, just know, I'm gonna know. I don't know why 5'10 is the go-to, but I have a method of how I know exactly how tall men are, and it is still it's foolproof. It works. It's very simple, and just know, and this I'm is called, it's called standing next to them. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Cool. And it's working, so. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> Surprisingly, it is. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. The The chemistry, and I've only been on with you, Christian, and Ezra, but the chemistry is authentic. Like M16 said, like it's authentic. You can tell that there's real love. And through the through the banter, it may come off as shady, but everybody loves the shade. But it comes off to me because I've been, you know, with on um, with y'all. It's love and it's just chemistry and authenticity, and I love it. It's fun. It's so. funny. It's funny you say that because that's one thing I love about my friends. We always taking shots at each other, bro. <laughs> always. Like if I'm with somebody, like if we talking a lot, and you don't call me out on some shit. Or challenge what I say. Mm-hmm. I don't really trust you. You know what I mean? Like I need you to be like, nah, I ain't. I don't rock with that. Right. Or have an opposing idea. Right. If you just going along with everything, man, I'm gonna keep you at arm's distance for sure. Because you're my yes man. Of course, I don't need that. Right. I don't exactly. need that. <laughs> That's real though. Yeah. 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 yeah and I, Jimmy, I, I hope you don't mind me sharing this because we had a moment of that. I mean, I won't go into specifics, but I mentioned something to you. <laughs> You was like, uh, I don't know about that. And I was like, no, you need to do this. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. That's a prime example. Yeah. Like, oh, I, no, I hear what you're saying, but no, you need to, you need to do this though. So yeah, yeah. yeah, you do. You need that pushback, especially from people who, um, whose opinion that you trust people that, you know, have your best interest in mind, 
you know, they're not going to lead you down the wrong path. You know, you can really take what they're saying and, and roll with it. And leading into, into another question that I had is that a lot of people, when it comes to content creation, they talk about it, but they scared to take the plunge. So what would you tell somebody as you continuing to grow your endeavors and somebody's like, man, I want to start one. What would you tell someone starting off a podcast is the hardest adversity that you're going to face when you decide to get into content creation of this man? Uh, honestly, in the beginning, just being able to really be like, oh man, we really did a good job on this or damn, I took X amount of time to edit this and getting like one or two views, you know, mm. like you gotta be okay with that in the beginning. Um, because it's the truth, like who knows you, you can't just post anything and just be expecting for all these people to watch it. Like every platform is not TikTok. you know, the algorithms don't work that way right. on every platform. So that's the biggest thing. And then also just being able to just not necessarily trust yourself, but just trust what you're doing, you know, cause a lot of people be like, oh man, I don't, I don't know myself. I don't trust myself enough to do that. But if you trust in what you're doing, then it's going to. It's gonna work out, bro. Like, I got plenty of examples of shit that I should have kept doing and stopped doing that would have probably paid off. So that's what you gotta do. You just gotta keep pushing through through all the rocky stuff in the beginning. I got a question for you, Jimmy. Yeah. So, you know, you took a break for a moment, then you came back. Number the first question is, where are you looking to take this? Like, what's your end goal for on the go? Number one. Number two, if if it comes a time that you have to hang it up again, right? What's going to be that indicator for you? So where do I want to take on the go? Man, shit, I want to be able to start doing on the go from like sporting events, you know? Yeah. Like if there's a Monday night football game, shit, me and the guys, we fly out on a Sunday, do a meet and greet with fans, and then we cover the game at the game, yeah. you know? some shit that speed does when he goes to like watch real madrid play or psg mm -hmm. you know he's live on twitch in the middle of the game you know yeah. stuff like that um so that's what i envision us doing and also branching off and building out our, our own media platform um i think on the go itself the name otg on the go whatever you want to call it is way bigger than sports mm. and um i think we'll be able to tap into a different a bunch of different sectors if we continue to play our cards right so that's how i feel about that and then okay. how i feel would it be time for me to hang it up or hang up the show is just i guess if the guys say hey i don't want to do this no more that's really it i told m16 because we had that conversation i told him when i'm no longer having fun then it's time for me to because i don't want to put out trash see i don't want to say that because there's a lot of times i'm on and i'm not having fun Really? A lot of times. You know I what, I think Jimmy? that comes with the territory, and people I, are afraid I, to say that. <laughs> I feel you 100% on that, that there are some times when it seems like, I feel you on that, where you the, the show might be having, like, in general, the show is having a time of their life, and you're sitting there like, wow, I could just be doing anything else right this moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So that's why I don't want to say that, because okay. then, then it would be true. You know, so I don't want to say that. So I, I say whenever the guys are like, I'm done or I don't want to do this no more. Cool. Or if we make like zero progress mm -hmm. and we just spinning our wheels at that point, then I'm just be like, well, we got to do something else. We got to pivot, you know. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Learning all type of stuff, which was the point of <laughs> us talking to you is, is learning about that. And, and saying what you were saying about sometimes not having fun, it's not about what you're doing is and it's like in your head. You're like, dang, soon as this ends, I got to remember, okay, I got to edit this. Mm -hmm. When is this going to come out? I hope this does well. You're, it's not that you, it's hard sometimes to have fun in the moment because you're worried about what the end product is going to look like. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want anybody to misconstrue that like, oh, you're doing the show and you're not having fun. It's not that. It's just the responsibility of, okay, we did this content. Now what? That's the question. Right. Now mm -hmm. what do we do with it? So hey, that's where that comes from. Heavy is the head that wears the crown, bro. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> just that's just part of it, okay? And that the man who is attempting in, in, to wear that crown, not attempting to, he's wearing the crown. This is the man right here. This is Jimmy Francis, the curator. 
one of the hosts, the creative minds behind On The Go podcast, all right? On The Go is available anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Deezer, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find them, all right? Search for YouTube, On The Go, all right? And they're on Instagram. Please follow them at On The Go Podcast, all right? Jimmy, I know I got a couple more. I'm sure Juicy got a couple more for, for, for you here. I wanted to, before I go back to the podcast, I wanted to ask you about something in your bio that I did not know. Like, you and I have become like bros, man. A cease and desist from Drake's people that ain't like, that. <laughs> bruh. I, I mean, you can't I just, just ask about that. Juicy, listen, Jimmy can't just drop that in a text like, hey, by the brother, I need details. Need details. Please. Yeah, man. Uh, honestly, bro, like I, I can't even remember what album it was on. Uh, but the song was Western Road Flows, and I absolutely loved like that Drake song. That's probably like one of my favorite Drake songs ever. And um, man, I was like, and I literally just first started trying to rap, you know, trying to rap or whatever. And I guess you know, if you ever got into content creation or you started writing music and you started to find your voice. You know, once you get momentum, you just in a groove, you flowing, and it's like shit just come natural to you, and you could get on anything. Man, I I don't know. Look, I found the beat. Somebody made an instrumental, and I started writing to it, and I, I dropped the flow over it. I put it up on my SoundCloud. I put it up on my YouTube, and within about three weeks, Sony was like, it wasn't even from YouTube. It wasn't from SoundCloud. It was legit an email from Sony. And it was outlined like, hey, you use this beat from this Drake song with this in it, da 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 da, and you need to take it down right now. So, are all everybody who covers a song or raps over another beat, are they all getting these cease and desist? I don't know. I got like, put it in there. Look, I'm not even trying to cap, I'm not saying this just happened to me or that this is something new, yeah. but this just some shit that happened to me, <laughs> you know? Like, I was, I was like, okay. It was literally at that point, I was like, okay, well, look, whether it was something they sent out to everybody or it was something they just sent to me, I took it as, well, damn, like, all right, I got some talent. Somebody heard it. <laughs> exactly. Now, let I me was, ask you a question. Objectively speaking, do you think your verse was better than your boy Drake's? No, not at the time. Hell no. Okay. I, like, for me at the moment, it was, I mean, for, uh, you know, underground rapper or whatever, like, it was better than what I was hearing on the radio. Right. You know, people just talking about killing, slinging dope, you know, being with women, mm -hmm. you know, this, that, and the other. Like, it was actually rap, you know? It was actually lyrics. It was bars. And, um, but as opposed, like, in converse to Drake, hell nah, man. I, I, I got to let him live. That's that's the guy. <laughs> we're, we're not going to have that conversation. I knew it was some type of motive behind that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I really wanted to know, like, you know, you love Drake. And so to be <laughs> contacted by the record label that houses his stuff, that's that should be kind of like. Yeah, it was dope. It yeah. was dope. It was dope. I ain't going to lie to you. That was that was probably one of the, the fonder moments of my rap career. <laughs> I wonder if he heard it. I wonder if Drake heard it. I don't know. I hope he did. Somebody yeah. heard it. Somebody important heard it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For them to be, tell, be able to tell you which song, which verse, what you rap about, like somebody heard it and they listened right. intently. Yeah. Yeah. I made a ton of YouTube videos and YouTube was not, they will they will copyright strike you ASAP. I had zero copyright strikes on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> Nothing from SoundCloud. It was from Sony. Dang. Yeah. Man, okay. you got to keep that email forever. Oh yeah, I still got it. I even I still got the song. I just have it in my Google Drive. I don't have it nowhere else. <laughs> you set the established order with that one. Yeah. Right. No, that's what you, that's what you want to do. The world needs disruptors, Jimmy. You know, and um, well, yeah. But I'm saying you one of those those people like just based on the you know and getting to know you and just the way you attack stuff is in you to go and say, well, okay, that looks like that could be something I can have my hands in. Let me just go try it or let me just see what happens. And sometimes when you see what happens, things do happen. I feel like that's, that's, that's a trait my, of yours. That's my biggest, time. that's my biggest, like my biggest gift is also my biggest curse. Ooh. Because bro, when I tell you things come to me so easy, 
that's like my my greatest problem because I can catch on to stuff so quick. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, I, if I'm doing this super easy, like I get bored with shit fast. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. You know what I mean? So I, one thing I've been focused on a lot is just, you know, once I pick something up, I stick with it. I'm focusing on it and I want to master it now. You know, when I was younger and before I had kids, before I got married, I was just doing shit because I knew eventually whatever I touched, it would be nice. But now I'm focusing on, if I'm touching something, I want it to be gold. I want it to be diamond. I want it to go platinum. Like, I want everything mm-hmm. I touch now to actually foster into something. Rather than just that. saying, oh, this is this is cool. Look what I did. You know? I like that. Hmm. That's deep. Just I'm, a deep I'm deep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send it back over to you. I had a couple more. And then we, uh, of course, you know, don't at me. is looming out there. You know, I no, got go ahead, go ahead, yes, go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. It'll come. Oh. Some things will come to me. All right. So jumping back into the pod, Jimmy, I got to know about this part because this will be hard for me because I tell my brother all the time that y'all y'all do a show that I that I could never do I, on the go. I could never do on the go because I, it's just y'all just do something I just couldn't. And I want to know in covering sports, we all got favorites and our biases. How are y'all able? I mean, how are you able to be objective and give straight talk to the listeners, you know, that's biased and and informed because some people are such homers that they're uninformed. And don't get me wrong, you are a homer because you are a LeBron fan. I'm a stand boy. <laughs> but part of sports journalism is being objective and being able to call it how you see it. So how do you maintain that? You gotta you got you really gotta learn how to blur the lines. You really mm. gotta blur the lines because it's a fine line between saying what I feel about a player versus what I see is actually happening, Mm. you know, because yes, the Lakers got swept, but I'm definitely going to tell you LeBron was injured point blank period. You, you got to talk facts, you know, everybody's like, Oh, LeBron swept again, LeBron swept again. And you just look, this are the facts. What happened before he got hurt? Look at this video. Look how he was playing at this point in time and look how he is after he rushed himself back. And that's what anything like. I think for me, I was the I didn't like Tom Brady at all. Never did like him. Why? Didn't care for him. I just thought like I think for me, being able to sit back there and be protected and just be yes. covered in pillows. Yep. It's just so whack to me. Like you out of the line of fire, bro. Yep. And after he went to Tampa Bay, I really started to appreciate his game. Mm. You know? I mean, this dude did something, at, you know, in New England, not even doing it in Tampa Bay, who really ain't did this in forever. So you got, at some point, you have to give it up. I came around on Steph Curry. Now, I'm not going to tell you Steph better than LeBron because I don't believe that. And I ain't about to cap like that because everybody right. should believe that, that that's not the truth. I but don't. I will give Steph his props, especially with his dude, bro. That's a bad dude. So you just got to blur the lines, bro, and trust in yourself. Don't say no. no bullshit you don't believe. No, that's, that's good. And when I say, you know, it's, it's hard to do do that being objective because, like, you you are doing a show, like, full disclosure, you're a Carolina Panther fan, and you're doing a show with uh, half of the guys on there. Well, Christian is a 49ers fan, but you got two dudes that are Saints fans who we hate Carolina. But I've heard you speak objectively about them on the show where if you mention the Saints, it ain't – it ain't your personal feelings. It's I'm calling what I see. And for some people, that's rough. I know for me, it's, it will be rough because I'm ready to take, you know, I'm ready to take a flamethrower to who everybody who who's not for us. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's cool that y'all can do that. You know, it's definitely um, it, it makes the show in, engaging in my view. And so, I, think I think people can oh, respect to respect people more when you know you have a favor but are able to report on it objectively and speak facts, you know, throw, mm-hmm. be relatable, but also you're not just talking based off feelings. You got facts and stats to back what you're saying up. So, yeah. And also another big thing about it is I think when you highlight or when you just completely look over the person that you have an affinities for their shortcomings, you completely, you know, shit on the person that's really doing good too. Right. You know, 
So I don't want to be like, you know, this player is this great no matter what happens. Then that's just that's me pretty much saying, well, this guy sucks because he can't stop him no matter what. You know, it just it's dumb. Like it's childish. You know, once you grow up, you can't be Skip Bayless your whole fucking life. So I'm sorry, I'm I ain't mean to curse that hard, but you just can't be Skip Bayless, bro. Skip Bayless be capping, and I don't like that. I got a question for you. Oh, so yeah. you have a Falcons fan, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have a Saints fan. Uh no shade in 16. Um, and okay, you being a Panther fan, who do you think has the better team? I'm gonna be honest. The Panthers, I would say, I'm gonna say the Saints. Honestly, I mean the Saints just got the pieces. They got Olave. They got Michael Thomas. They got Kamara. Now they didn't pick up James. What is it, James, Jameson Williams or whatever? Was that running back that y'all got from Detroit? Uh, oh, Jamal. Jamal it's, Williams. Yeah, Jamal Williams. Now y'all have a, yep. y'all have the best quarterback in NFC South. So right off the bat, like. That's a no-brainer, you know. Like if you if you have a team with the better quarterback, typically you're probably gonna win. So Saints is definitely the better team. I will say this: the Falcons defense. Y'all did y'all thing in offseason this year on defense, but just got to see what Ritter does. And um, you know me, I'm rocking with Carolina all day. So and Bryce, we trust. But I'll say the Saints got the better team in the NFC South. Complete, complete. Okay. Yeah. There, there's that unbiased. There's yeah, no bias because I know. He, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna just throw this out here and then we can leave it be. But with us having the best quarterback, if Dennis Allen don't win the South, if we not at least four and two after six games, he got, he need to go immediately. Oh yeah, he gone. He gonna definitely be gone. They got some coaches on the uh, and uh, you know, that's on the sideline right now that love to be in New Orleans. So yeah, that's a good job. It didn't used to be a good job. It's a good job now. It did good not job, used man. to be. Woo. It did not. <laughs> All right, so um, Juicy, did you have anything else? If not, I had like one last thing here for Jimmy, and then we can. Uh, okay, you go on. I went. I asked him what I needed to ask him about the Falcons. So. Okay, she wanted. Yeah, to, she yeah, wanted to know where she was at with that. Of course, I, I I give her that. She loyal, you know. I, I respect it. I respect it. That's that's all I'm giving though. That she loyal. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> all right, so Jimmy, we got into your you know your background. We got into. The creation of the show, all, all that good stuff. Is there anything that we didn't give any attention to? Any attention to that you want to mention? Uh, something that y'all gonna be talking about or coming on the show? Any projects that you got going on outside of that? Just anything that you want to, you know, put a voice on? You know, please do so. Yeah. So I kind of mentioned it at the end of the last show that we did Sunday with y'all, and uh, man, just we're gonna keep chugging with on the go, but. We also bringing in, we, we want to start up on the go after after dark. You know, y'all got aftermath. We're going to have on the go after dark. And um, I think just like the conversation we're having right now is real personal. Yeah. is digging deep into individuals and mentalities and personalities. Um, I think that's key, you know. And anybody can be on that show, regardless of the platform that they have, because everybody got a story to tell. And I want on the go after dark. To be that place where people can come and tell their story and not be afraid to be judged or be scrutinized, whether it's about politics, whether it's about mm. I don't give a damn what it is. It could be about the barbecue people. Look, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But I just want people to be able to come on and tell a story and be comfortable doing that. Oh, that's that's good and definitely um looking forward to that other because you guys have many layers, many different sides. Um that isn't just sports. So I feel like, you know, on the go after dark is going to be just another extension of the great things that you already are doing. And it's just going to be another, you know, notch on your belt to create, you know, keep building up this empire that y'all are building with, with on the go. So I'm interested to see where that's going. Yeah. It's going to be a hell of a lot more personal, you know, because now when we get on, it's like, I don't want to get too much away, but when we get on, it's like five, four or five people on. Mm. Now then we're gonna be honest. This is more of a more intimate setting. It's just two of y'all, one of me. Yeah, you know, or it might be one one host, you know, one one guest. So I think just that from the aspect and just in that, it makes it a lot more personal too. It makes people comfortable. So yeah. And I think you burying it and you know adding variety is gonna open up so many doors and avenues that you would you wouldn't have if you were just strictly sports talk. So. Exactly. 
We already wow. know you can body it. You buy, you just said you body everything that you do. So we already know. Hopefully that one don't come to me easy. No, so I, I think it with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's going to because you're not going to allow it not to because that's just in you. It's like, right. yeah, you got an objective in front of you. You know, you could go around it or no, you're going to just kick the door open and go for it. That's how you made up. Yep. And I, one thing I'll say is I hope people accept the name of it and still come on because after dark just sounds risque, you mm -hmm. know, but I want to set the tone for the conversation we about to have, you know, yeah. so that's the whole, everything is like presentation with me. So from the name to what we're going to talk about, to how we're going to interact, it all start from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Did I read it. somewhere that you had a couple of mixtapes that you haven't and music you haven't released yet? Oh yeah. I got a couple of things just out there floating about, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when do you plan on um, releasing those? I don't know, man. I don't know if I like, <sighs> I don't know. I guess once, uh, once I'm able to, leave my job i'll do it mm, got you got you <laughs> i work in corporate america right now so until you don't yeah i don't want to go too crazy <laughs> until you don't right until you i don't. don't right until i don't you're right you're right until i don't yeah Absolutely. keep that mentality so uh jimmy is i mean man you know you when you ask these questions it's like you learn stuff about people but learning this stuff about you it just you know, it all makes sense. It all has the reason why on the go is getting to where it's going and how it's doing it with you helping to lead the charge. It all is starting to come clear on why that happens from getting to know more. You are about now listening to the radio show. Bruh. This is that knowledge you can't learn in college right here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Little news you can't refuse and hopefully not abuse, you know. <laughs> we ain't doing nothing here but trying to help folks get their weather together, church. That's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kristen, you sound very pimp adjacent, and I like it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. More about your story. Now, we're going to get to know more about you as far as how you make decisions with Don't At Me, all right? The fame segment here on The Aftermath where we get deeper into the guests and find out how they deal with being on the hot seat. Now, Jimmy, you've been on one side of it before. Now it's time to be on this side of it and we can get into it. All right. So we got the first one here for you. All right. Jimmy, what is a fashion trend that you wish never existed? Ooh, I think men wearing rompers. <laughs> that, that, right, that right there, bro, I think we could have deal without, bro. <laughs> but don't at me. <laughs> so no hoochie daddy rompers in your nah. future? Okay. No, nah, like I, I don't want to put on a romper. Like I got some hoochie daddy shorts that I wear. Got like, you. Got you. Cut, you know, cut above the knee. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, so I got those, but like a whole, just a onesie. Nah, like we not doing that. <laughs> Brother, not a onesie. <laughs> we not doing that. Oh uh, I've never heard of, oh. heard of it referred to as a onesie, but in all actuality, it is. It's a onesie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just in case, what is a fashion trend that you wish never existed? Skinny jeans for men. Pool. Hate it. Hate it. And then especially the ones that are skinny for men and then they sag. Like, for what? Why? For why? Make up your mind. How we coming? How you coming? I like that. Don't at that's me. Real. That's real. I'm not going to ask you. With dreams. <laughs> I ain't going <laughs> A fashion trend I wish never existed. Um, I got a section of that. Um, early 2000s, like, oh, man, the headbands, oh. the long T-shirts. Ezra gives me shit about this all the time. He's like, y'all was really out here doing this. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, we were. And it's not good. It was very <laughs> bad. And I was bad with it. Cause I had the, the, the headband, oversized white white tee. Yeah, yeah. With the with the you wear the headband with it with a th like or a throwback jersey. Uh, just take it all to hell for it never to come back. Don't at me, please. I, I cringe. Hey, that's not that's not your fault because women were after that. <sighs> yeah, they but turn y'all down. Yeah, no, I, I know we didn't. But just looking back on it, like if this was now, like. 
and we wasn't married. Like, dude, you'd get every girl because you'd be like, look at this fool. He got on a headband with his oversized white t-shirt. You want to date that? Okay. So which would you rather, the skinny jeans epidemic or the big white tee and oversized pants? Which one would you choose? If you had to the choose skinny one. jeans, the skinny jeans, yeah. From a woman's standpoint, give me baggy all day. Oh, uh, oh. Okay, I'm so if you want to, if you want to date a dude, walk around wearing a nightgown, then you go right on the head because that's how long they were. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question, Jimmy? I was gonna say, like, um, you know, now most men when they get their dress pants, uh -huh. they're typically skinny jean type. So. That's What's different wrong with to that? Me. That's, that's, that's different not, to you? That's different okay. to me. It's different to me because they're fitted. Fitted and skinny jeans, totally different phenomenon. Mm, okay. All right. Okay. All right. I respect All right. It. Cool. Man, that don't have me questions. That was just the first one, and that opened up all that dialogue. <laughs> all right. So we got, the, we got the next one here. All right, Jimmy. What would the title of your autobiography be? Ooh. Damn, I ain't never thought about that one, but... Uh, damn, Ralph. I, I ain't never been puzzled by a question before. <laughs> that's a good question. But that's a really good question. Um, I guess I, I would have to say, shit, he gonna figure it out. <laughs> that's gonna be the name of my autobiography. <laughs> shit, he gonna figure it out. All right. Wouldn't, wouldn't dare ask you on that one because it's your autobiography. There right. Juicy K. What would the name or the, what would the title of your autobiography be? I said what I said. Mm. That's your whole life. She had, bro, she, she had that one. She had that ready way. to go. <laughs> it was either that or Judge Your Mammy. Like one of the two. Both of those are her whole life. Because she'll tell you to judge your mammy in a moment. And <laughs> I said what I said. That's like every damn near every break room. Look, I said what I said. And in my real life too. Like that's, I, and people know she said what she said and so like ain't no going oh. back with her like it, it is what it is oh that'll be my third installment it is what it is <laughs> okay got a, so she I got, got three honor. books <laughs> i got, got three mention keep going that would keep be my going. keep going yep. that's my shit. yeah i like that all right m16 what, what would your autobiography title be See, I had time to consider this question, not when I wrote it, but just hearing y'all talk about it. So the name of my autobiography would be, trust me, I was there because my life is a movie. And if I tell you, trust me, I was there, that shit happened. That's why I'm saying that, okay? I love it. I got, I got some shit that you would not believe. And I know it happened because I was there when it happened. So yes, trust me, I was there. Ooh, that's I what like I got. That. I like that. I like it. Yeah. That would probably be a, a lifetime movie right there. For real. Trust me, uh, I was uh, there. It could be, but my shit need a little more less lifetime and more Samuel L. Jackson. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have me. All right. All right, Jim, we got the next one here. And I almost feel like I know the answer to this based on what we were talking about earlier. So would you consider yourself to be a traveler or a homebody? Bro, I'm going to be honest. I'm a weirdo. So I'm like a mix between both. <laughs> and I don't even know right. if I can do that, but I really am, man. Um, like I say, like I'm completely fine being home, not moving, freaking just getting it in at the crib. Like I could make shit jump from the crib. Yep. I might not want to get out the house, but when I do get out the house, I make shit jump. <laughs> out the house you know what i'm saying so i i, I would have to say I'm, I'm a mix between the two and i ain't trying to play both sides but it's just the truth so don't add me the rules of the game say i can't damn it just uh, i'm gonna say jimmy at me and tag me because i feel the same way i would prefer to be home um and like we talked about earlier i'm it's gonna take forever for me to get out the house but once i'm out the party is wherever I am. So whether it's mm -hmm. at the crib or it's wherever I am, the party's going to be where I am. So, but I prefer to stay at home. If I'm going on vacation, I'm going to go on vacation to sit on the beach and do nothing. Like don't, don't schedule me for shit. Nothing. Don't schedule me for nothing. Okay. So I'm a homebody, but I do like to travel. Exactly. So. What about you, 16? 
Oh, okay, so I'm, I'm I'm in the boat where yeah, I like to you know travel to places and lay up on the beach and everything, but man, it's something about the comfort of your four walls that's just hard to give up. Um, you can't get into nothing. You just at home. You in your space. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a homebody, you know. But we're gonna put a pin in it where we can revisit this question. Why I might say traveler later. But as of today, as we talked about, the less around people, the more I'm around my own i'm with that don't add all right jimmy we got two, two more here for you um the next okay. one here all right this is has to do with traveling sort of kind if you could live anywhere in the world for a year where would it be so i'm gonna be honest i was actually thinking about this uh about a week ago man bro i would really love to live in rome in Rome, bro. It's just it's beautiful. The weather ain't too bad. It's probably like 70 degrees year round. Uh, it's historic. It's like six hours from Paris by flight. Uh, it's just perfect, you know, and I hear so many great things about, you know, black people going overseas and not necessarily being celebrated, but they not being targeted mm. as much, you know. And I'm going to be fair, like, I haven't been targeted, knock on wood, in America. Um, but I do know me as a person, I always have my guard up. Even though I've never been targeted, I go into every room in every building with my guard up. I go into every situation with my guard up because I, I know the complexion of my skin. I'm not no scrawny guy. Like, I know my size as well. So when I go into an elevator and it's just me and a little white lady, I know where I need to where I where I need to stand so I'm comfortable. You know what I mean? Um, and then now having kids too, like I have two boys. So one, I don't want to project that onto them, but I also want them to be aware like this is the world we live in. So I think Rome would be would be great. And I'm actually going there in November. So nice. But I'm I'm coming back, but you know by the hardest but yeah <laughs> nice for me i think i would go to hawaii um i think first of all i love samoan men oh. <laughs> can we just take a moment for that um <laughs> but uh, m16 you know I, i've loved the rock for forever so yes i'm sure so. i'm sure jason momoa is on your list as well um honorable mention okay but i know the rock has been a crush of yours for 20 plus years yes um i just love the atmosphere i love um the culture i love how they are they are proud of who they are so mm -hmm. and just the scenery and the options um with the okay so i would move to hawaii with the option of going to like puerto rico or um Dominican Republic to practice my Spanish and to be more fluent Ooh, in Spanish. I ain't gonna, DR is a very beautiful place, but I can't go back. <laughs> Resorts. Why you can't go back? I'm married. I can't go back. Ah. <laughs> I'm single. So. That's why I'm going to Rome. <laughs> ah, exactly. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, um, Naples, Florida for a year would be I went there for Thanksgiving last year and I fell in love with that shit. All right. Really? Between, okay. Yeah. Between the laid back, it was, first of all, the weather was beautiful out there. Um, I know it's, you know, hurricane zone or whatever, but you know, Jimmy, we come from that. We know how, you know what, we, we know what that's about. But um, I mean, it was beautiful. The people were super nice. It wasn't that much traffic. It was just, I don't know. It was just like a picture perfect place to me. And yeah, I see why people go there. So yeah, it'd be Naples, Florida. Don't at me. I love I it out there. Look, I know you said don't at me, but you know the NAACP put out a travel advisory for black folks yeah. to Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 understand. <laughs> I understand that part of it. But see, the thing about it is though, Jimmy, I'd be, remember, I'm a homebody, so I'd be inside my house anyway. So true, true. whatever else they got going on, I'm staying inside, but it's beautiful out there. So there you go. we're not gonna talk about that weirdo stuff that's going on, uh, you know, with certain leaders in that state, you know what I'm saying? We're just gonna focus yeah, on the positive. Stay out of that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get we will get into that, just not in this, just not right now, but we will talk about it, that's for sure. By Invite the way, there's a show, on that show. Invite me on that show. 
We did one. We had a show in the archive where Zeno and I did talk about that for a good while um, about him running, but that's a story for another day. This is about Jimmy <laughs> and don't at me right now. So, Jimmy, we got the last one here for you. All right. What is an album that you believe everyone should listen to at least once in their life? Damn. I this is two. this is the tough. This is okay. You got to understand, Jimmy. This is the hot seat, bro. This is why "Don't At Me" is popular because of this. Look yeah. at you. You are a you are a journalist, a curator of your own show, and I got you stumped. This is making my day. So I have two, but I think I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go with this one because it's just so iconic. Never too much by Luther Vandross. His, wow. his, de- his debut album. And I, I spoke on this in a podcast episode that we did previously. I, I still feel that Luther Vandross's debut album was one of the best albums ever. And running up close behind it is Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, and it's coming. just and it's just the truth. But I'm gonna give it to Luther. All um, right. When there. Okay, Juicy K, which Beyonce album are you about to choose here because we know where this is headed so are we gonna go with you know really 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 good Beyonce from like 2003 oh I'll say yeah about 2003 to about 2016 are we gonna go mid Beyonce anything past that you, you let me know I feel like this is a loaded question because I don't think anything she's put out is mid um but yes you do know me and so I am gonna go with it's a toss-up between Beyonce, her self-titled album, Beyonce in 2013. It's excellent. Four was also really good. Um, and then her B-Day. It's a toss-up between those three. But now, if you let's be clear, I oh, I like which all one would you pick? Okay. Uh which one would I pick? Probably. I'm gonna go with Beyonce and four. I don't and you can, try to, you can you try to put me in this box and I just I don't understand. Like I don't fit in the box. So Oh my god, it said and as in singular and Juicy's like nah fam. Here's what I'm I'll do. Here's what I do for you. During her live albums or her tours, she mix, mixes those together. So just consider it a mixture of the two albums. Uh, don't at okay. me. I got you. All right. The essentials. Uh, <laughs> now, if you know me, you would probably figure that I probably would pick a, a probably a Tupac album. But in this case, I'm not. I feel like an album that everyone should listen to at least once in their life. And it's an album that changed rap and probably doesn't get as much. It does get the acclaim, but it should get more. The Chronic, Dr. Dre, The Chronic changed rap. Um, it introduced the entire like genre, like what they call the G-Funk era. He ushered that in with that, which created a lot of what you hear now, including Jimmy was talking about Good Kid, Mad City. If it ain't no chronic, there ain't no Good Kid, Mad City. Facts. So I'm going to go with the chronic, don't at me. But you know what else was some of that chronic that'll get you right where you need to be? Playing don't at me with Jimmy Francis on the aftermath. He know what to do because he's been around here a whole bunch. For sure. You are now listening to The Radio Show. GPS, for the most part, is reliable, you know. Um, but today, and usually in the past, I ignore these, but they give you, hey, save five minutes. Hey, save two minutes. Well, this one said, hey, save seven minutes. I said, you know what? Seven seems like a reasonable, you yes. know, <laughs> that's, a, that's a reasonable time. You know, five yes. minutes, I'm really not losing nothing. Two minutes. Yeah. Who gives a fuck, right? If I'm late, yeah. fuck it. I'm two minutes late. Yeah. I said, but seven minutes, I'm gonna take you up on that GPS. I clicked the new route, and I ended up ten minutes later than what the fuck I was supposed to get there with the original time. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Absolutely, all right. man. you're fun, bro. Yeah, so Jimmy, Those I are just some really good questions. Heck yeah, hey, hey, I had to come through for my guy. You know, you know. <laughs> So I appreciate that coming from you, Juicy. You know, a creative mind like yours. So I appreciate it. So, uh, Jimmy, you know, this this conversation was something that was just um, we collaborated so much over the last uh, almost year. And it had dawned on me in the middle of re- like recording 
you were talking, I forget what it was you were talking about. I was like, I, I want to talk to Jimmy in a different environment. It just hit me that, you know, I want to, I want to pick his brain some more because you are somebody with a bunch of layers and you're definitely a leader and you're going places. And I just wanted to have a second to be able to pick your mind in this type of environment. So I don't know. I feel like I speak for Juicy when I'm saying that we wish you nothing but the best. And, you know, I'm just glad you're doing what you're doing. And I just hope we can continue to keep collaborating for years to come. Man, I appreciate it because honestly, like if it wasn't for you, shit, this train probably would have been stopped rolling. So I just want to thank you for what you've, you've done for On The Go and uh, welcoming us to your show and even to Aftermath. And uh, Juicy for being so open, even though she don't like people, she's been really open to uh, myself and all the guys from on the go. And uh, I, we just can't thank y'all enough. Oh, thank you. And can I just say that I am glad. To, okay, so when we first collab, I was like, oh, new people, right? <laughs> but I am so glad to know you. I'm so glad that, you know, M16 was able to facilitate, you know, this collaboration i'm excited for what everything that you're about to do like you're about to blow up like i'm a i'm a visionary and you're about to blow up there's no, not going to be a ceiling for you i feel like you're going to create whatever platform you want and you're going to have it exactly how you want it until you go into something else that's better so i the sky's the limit for you and i'm just like i said i was very sick but I was not gonna miss this interview. So. I know I owe you for life. Oh, <laughs> I you. owe you for life. No, that is, you know, that's just a mark of, um, you know, when it's somebody that you got a lot of respect for, mm -hmm. that you like what they're doing, you know, you go above and beyond to make sure that they know that, and that's what we're doing here. So, uh, if you take a look at the screen, just to reiterate here, all right, the On the Go podcast. Y'all gotta be listening to this. Sports fans or not, if you like entertaining talk between brothers who keeping it real, podcast is on the go. All right, Spotify, Apple. Deezer, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find them there. All right, go to YouTube, search for On the Go. There it is, right there on the screen. Follow them on Instagram at On the Go Podcast. All right, give them a like, subscribe, share all that stuff. All of it counts, all the support does. So, uh, Jimmy, man, um, again, we appreciate the time. Of course, we look forward to further collaborations today, tomorrow, in the future. That's it, man. We gotta, you know, keep this going. Absolutely, bro. I just, I see us all on a platform together eventually, like, cause we work so well together. Okay. I just, I see it. I, I don't, I don't see any other way around it. It's people that we trust that we, mm -hmm. we know we're familiar with and we vibe like the vibe is just so good. Like it's a gumbo and I know Debo hate gumbo, but it's a gumbo, it's yeah. you know, <laughs> that's what it is. It's, it's perfectly seasoned, but it tastes good, but it's different every time. And that's that's what every it is. Time. I love that. Every time. And I that's like right. the way you guys motivate each other. And like, it's so much hate in this world and so many people trying to step on each other to get to the top. And I just, I appreciate and I'm, I admire you guys for pushing each other up and like motivating each other. I know many times we all want to just say, forget it. Like, let me live, because it'd be so much easier for our lives for us not to be the creatives that we are. But you guys sharpening each other, being as far as iron, sharpening iron, you guys doing that and motivating each other, it's a beautiful thing to see. So, And you too. We're, we're, yeah. we're all each other's accountability partners. Do you know how many times? like Bruh, that boy done pulled me off the ledge so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you probably get tired of me in that mess. Yeah, I know you just want to just like, you see my number and you're like, I just can't today. But... <laughs> <laughs> when you know when you know what somebody got. I know Juicy probably be sick of it sometimes too, where she's like, I'm you know, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not listening to you. You're doing this. You're doing it. It's for the greater good, bro. And yes. You know our conversation. You tried to just I no. Yeah, she she no. grabbed me by my shirt and was like, <laughs> absolutely not. Hey Juicy, picket promise to the top, bro. To the top, bro. To the top. Yes. To the, to the top. top, bro. Yep. That's I like that. And you know, I say I say we're going to the top unapologetically. So, so we're not apologizing for all the success we're about to have, and Thanks. and we'll see each other at the top. That's it. That's all. I said That's what it. I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got the boot title in there, but um, again, Jimmy, man, 
appreciate the time. Look forward to further collaborations. We're going to make it happen. On the Go Podcast, make sure and check them out. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. All right, we're back here on Aftermath. Juicy K, we just got done talking to Jimmy Francis on the Go Podcast. He delivered on what we said about that personal side of him, wouldn't you say? Let me say something. Jimmy Francis is going to deliver every time. He's going to give the people what they need. He definitely gave us the personal side. He was real. He was relatable. And if you don't like Jimmy Francis, something's wrong with you. So, I, Jimmy, we had such a great time with you. I can't wait to collaborate more with you. Which is it's coming because that's what we do. It seems like every week we're collaborating again. Yeah. But if you want to hear more from Jimmy in his environment, which is On The Go Podcast, Take a look at the screen right there, all right? So for On The Go, again, the podcast is available. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, wherever you listen to podcasts, it's available. Just search for On The Go. YouTube, again, search for On The Go right there on the screen. And then follow them on Instagram. They put up clips. They put up other stories, shorts, things of that nature. Follow at On The Go Podcast on Instagram to keep up with everything that those guys got going on. So you can, you know, it's so entertaining and they are objective. They're keeping it real, they keep the bias out of it, and they give you straight sports talk. And then also look out for their new venture, the On The Go After Dark, for more intimate conversation. Now, for our lovely co-host that we have here, Juicy K, The Break Room, Global R&B 96.3, every Monday and Tuesday from 12 to 2. Juicy, if someone, I don't know who they could be, has not listened to The Break Room, what are they missing by not listening to the show? They're missing all of the juicy topics, all of the salacious conversations, all of the informative yet entertaining topics. Like, and then let's not forget the music. I curate the music yes. myself. And so if I can say so myself, I do a pretty damn good job. So I would uh, endorse that. They would they would be missing out on that. So I always say, don't treat yourself, treat yourself. Yes. The information for the break room is right there on the screen. It's also in the podcast description as well. Please check them out. They do a great job. Along with our homegirls, we got Juicy K, Dr. Ian Rocks doing that sister thing every week on Global RB 96.3. And then just to round it up for the radio show ATL, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com. Or you can send us a text, 678-800-1677. We look forward to hearing from you. So again, great conversation with Jimmy Francis from On The Go. Make sure and you know show them some love. And then Juicy, you know, always love collaborating and working with you. Can't do it enough, can't have you enough. Thank you. Know, you. Definitely appreciate that, all right? And for all the people who support the radio show ATL, we appreciate it. Thank you for everything that you do as far as, you know, running up numbers and stuff like that. We definitely appreciate it. So we're just gonna keep dropping this heat all 2023. And um, yeah, just stay tuned for more content. And um, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Appreciate it. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk podcast. ZZ Talk podcast. Like and subscribe. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com.